Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage, where I head up to the group of villages of Lung Yuk Tao near Fan Ling to hear the bridal laments that were sung by young women as they prepared for marriage and leaving their family to join a man they'd often never met. These songs have been passed from mother to daughter, often by women who never learned to read or write. The women I get to meet are in their 80s and 90s, and their songs have been recorded and the stories of their lives are being told in an upcoming documentary. Yesterday, once more, will be shown at Tai Kuan, the former Central Police Station complex in May. I was introduced to this project by community artist Evelynia Liankan, who I've in fact known for about 20 years. It's part of a bigger project that also involves rice planting and rejuvenating rural life in other parts of the new territories and making sure that this culture is recorded. The Lung Yuk Tao Community Development Project was begun in 1990. Social worker Chung Kwok Ming has been involved for 19 years and former social worker Jeannie Ng for 11. She keeps coming back to meet the women who she says have changed her life. <laughs> Which village, I mean, I can see there are some high-rises there of Fanling in the, in the distance, but what village am I in? Longyatao is Longyatao. It's one of the uh, home of the ten clients. For over 700 years. Now the Tangs, are they Hakka or are they Waitao? They're Waitao. And also there are some Hakka clans also in here. So this place is very interesting and special that mixed with different clans with their own languages. Yes. Yeah. Do you speak Waitao? A little bit when we being with the grannies for over 10 years. Oh, really? So tell me how you got involved with this. Yeah, I live in city. I just work as a social worker here. Maybe we're concerned about the needs of being body, functional decline, maybe all that problems. But on the past few years, we're concerned about what's their value, but not their problem. So we listen to them, but not teaching them. I can see that the focus of a social worker, if you're dealing with a, a group of elderly people, will be like health complaints, yeah. are they eating properly, yeah. is their electricity working, all of these sorts of things, and, you know, generally their health care, which, again, I think, yes, you need to have a look at also what inspires them, also yeah. mentally what their memories are, and also what their culture and traditions are. So mm. part of that is these wedding laments part of their traditional culture and we just walked in actually with this bunch of ladies who i'm looking forward to meeting later who will be ah. actually singing for the program which is just wonderful so you've known these ladies i mean they gave you a very warm welcome so you've known them for 10 years yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i spent my 10 years here so with these laments with these songs are they all the same or is there a whole no, they're not the same because they don't know the words they're just memory in heart so they will understand 
understanding the songs. Is there some music, or Actually, they just sing? There's a, the structure and the basic melody. So they used to have to wait in the house, and they would put out, you know, in these traditional houses, they yeah, would be yeah, like the house there. They will have a balcony. I don't know yeah, how to yeah, say yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah, the, the sort of me- what I class as the mezzanine floor that you have in these traditional houses. And yeah, actually, they- beforehand, um, they will not sleep in their own house because in the past the house is very small, and girls is not uh, convenient to sleep and living uh, together with their brothers or the. Men, so they will have a house like ladies' room. The ladies' room is owned by some old lady that they don't have the children. They just have the house alone. So the girls will come to her home and then live with her, help her to do the housework. So before the wedding, maybe two. Or ten days depends on their will, because uh, they think that the uh, even number is the fortune. Even number is good, so maybe two days, four days, six days, something like that. They will go back to their own home to prepare for their wedding. And then often we're travelling such a long way that they. W- uh, it's not a tra- uh, in long way because the uh, ladies' room is uh, usually uh, just located nearby. But then afterwards, once they've married, they yeah, might be far it's away. long way. It's very long. Oh, way. So often, it was uh, a wedding would be quite sad. Yeah, it's very sad. They cry all the times, and uh, in the olden times, that if the bride is not cry loudly enough, others will think that oh, it's just not a very obedient girl, something like that. No, oh, mm. bit of pressure coming from all sides. Yeah, yeah. the pressure coming from outside. The lemons is a very meaningful because the girl's image in the old China is being very silent and yes, keep silent and being obedient. They are not have much chance to express themselves. So the songs is, uh, especially the lyrics, will um, completely describe how they feel for their wedding. And then often, as you say, marrying a young man that they've they've never yeah, met, yeah, never seen. Yeah, yes, because they married a young man they they have never seen or they have never known. Uh, they will go to a family far away from their own. So it's actually it's very sad things for for girls. <laughs> The bride-to-be will process several stages before the wedding. So first of all, they will come back to their own house by the aunties carrying them from the ladies' room to their house. So once they arrive at the house, they will climb the ladder and then go to the upper layer of the home. And when they climb on the upper layer of the home, they will lay down on the bed. There's a mat on it, just like in the Chinese, they are just dead, like a dead body on the floor. And then her friends will sit around her, and then they will start singing the song. So the first song is called "Song to Begin." Song to Begin is saying that, "Oh, I'm going to say some bad words to express my anger on this wedding arrangement." 
she also afraid that oh the bad words will have the bad influence on her family and or her future life. So she pay safe and say that oh all the bad words after that will carry by the cockroach and the spider, and then they will take it away. 我背后就叫声，我听着钟鼓嘛。我也乐就愁林，愁就哼声啊。我琴落几只就吹帘梦嘛。我就让背后就你担当啊。我今晚就得。琴我坐金杯口嘛，我坐杯啊口就等时辰啊，我坐杯啊口就敬明月嘛，明月有风光照照我手啊，杯口干。<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑> So because of the wedding arrangement, it have the matchmaker. The matchmaker is match two of the families, the families of the girls and boys, to mix them together. So that's a song is about berating the matchmaker because they think that the matchmaker is the one who destroy her own life. So she's come in mixed in. Yeah. Said right, this is the boy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will submit to the fact that the life is changed, but they still have the anger. 怪朋友依然错感情怀嘛，错情浓爱又听书长啊。Berating the matchmaker in the darkness by the railing, on the seat of honor you settle accusations. I bellow, you worship this toxic herb growing on the roadside. You nod your head to whatever words sound from your mind. You scoop dregs from the bottom of the well. You are just the same as a treacherous adviser. I'm ashamed and feel wretched that we're part of the same clan. Otherwise, I would have skinned you and broken your bones. Who do you think you are to sit on high in my home? I'm going to snap a bamboo stick to drive you away, you evil person. Who do you think you are to take the seat of honour in my house? Going to snap a willow sprig to drive you away? You come blowing a flute made of reed. Words you say pass from end to end, talking as you do with my mother on one end, and reaching those despicable other people at the other end. The songs they use a different Chinese herbs as a metaphor. One of it is the reeds, because the reeds will be just like this, moving around by the wind. So it's. Used to describe the matchmakers. When the wind come this side, they will say the good words to the boys, to the to the man's family. When when the winds come that this side, we will say the good words of the ladies' family. And then the next step will be the farewell session. They will singing a lot of farewell songs to different relatives.、Uh, different relatives have different content of the farewell songs, and also the content of the songs will depends on their different situation. Like if both parents is alive, they will sing version one.、Uh, if、uh, one of the parents is gone, maybe they will sing another word. 
the next would be the chest layering. So it's the night before the wedding, the father of the bride will prepare the clothes and all the personal belongings in a big chest for them to move to the new families. So now it's a song to layering the chest. So the father works with the daughter to yeah, yeah. put all the clothes, all yeah, the belongings that she'll need. be the authorities in that family. And so layering the chest, the singer is... The singer is Mangamhap. <laughs> she's probably one of the eldest ladies around here. She's now 91 years old, but she always introduces herself 19 years old because she has 19 years old in her heart. So now it's coming to the exact date of the wedding. In the morning, they will have the... They will dress up in the wedding costume. So they have another song, is the songs of dressing. So this is a song about dressing up for the wedding. And amongst the lyrics are, The straw sleeping mat is stashed away from me. So with both hands, the windows are shut tight. So this is her making her way downstairs. Yes, yes. Uh, the songs demonstrating the ceremony on, and also their feelings. Uh, they, they prepare to start the wedding ceremony. And how long is the wedding ceremony? It lasts for two days. So it's quite strenuous. Yeah. So not much sleep? Uh, not much sleep. They are not there to sleep. No. And not there to go to the toilet also. Oh. Yeah, so they will not uh, eat a lot and cannot sleep. Because they, uh, when they go into the family of the broom, they have to take care of a candle of the light. They cannot let the light to burn out. So they will take care of the light, keep an eye on the light for the whole night. Because it's sad also, I mean, as you say, the bride's leaving, so that means all her friends, her mm. sisters, you know, there's lots, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. lots of connections there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the mum, all the connections. And the mother letting her daughter go. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he, most of the words, the farewell songs, is quite full of anger. They will angry about uh, their parents, especially her, uh, her mother, uh, to send her to the place that she doesn't know. She described the place as the grave, yes, because she, she thinks that, oh, the new family would be the grave of me. I always find with customs, I mean, when I think that some of these ladies, they're a bit older than my parents, um, but not much, and so they're likely to have got married in the 1950s, really, Mm, into early 1960s. Now, with those women, I mean, I think sometimes when we're talking about traditions and customs, we have to be careful that we don't start 
talking in that everything was like that and it was all the same mm. so that everybody was unhappy and there was all yeah, lots yeah, of yeah. suffering mm. and that every mother-in-law yeah. was terrible yeah you know? the judgment before yeah. yeah so i mean w- i mean when you've been talking to these women was every mother-in-law really difficult or did they sometimes enter into a new family and actually have a good relationship uh, you mean the mother-in-law mm. is it uh, all of the mother-in-laws is our uh, bossy Mm. Most of it, but not all, because uh, like Gamlan, she said that her mother-in-law uh, treats her really well and kind. As you know, in the old traditional China families, the women have no rights. So maybe she wants to show her rights in front of the newcomers. When the newcomer becomes a wife, and then she becomes older, and then she becomes an other mother-in-law. She have the same thoughts that oh, now is the time I show my authority to mm-hmm. the newcomers, which means it's the new wife of her family. Are there ever any traditional weddings carried out here anymore? Not anymore. We have interviewed the grannies. They married at, as you say, 1950s or 1950s to 1960s. They still have it, but they are the last one to to have the traditional wedding ceremony. So after 1960s, because in the village they having some urbanization, they have the modern wedding. Maybe they keep some of the traditional wedding ceremony, but the bridal laments is disappear. Yeah, because it's starting the freedom to they have the free will to choose their husband. Now here in front of us, you've got some some illustrations of those traditions, and amongst them is actually the yeah. is it the wedding sedan chair that the yeah, yeah sedan chair yeah mm, that the bride would be carried in. Yeah, they will uh, sit in the sedan chair, and in the middle of the journey to the family of the broom, they will drop off the handkerchief. Was that the sad kerchief? Yeah, the sad kerchief. Yeah. Yes. Dropping the sad kerchief. This is actually a play on words with the handkerchief becoming the sad kerchief, as the tonal sounds are similar. So the bride, on her way to the new family, can drop the handkerchief with all her sadness inside, as she endeavours to make a new and positive start in married life with her new family. Now I would like to introduce two songs about the metaphors of the bridal laments because they will not directly express the feelings. They will use the metaphors to to say the words in their hearts. Yeah. Month metaphors from January to December the whole year. <laughs> In January, I have my year's fortune told, constellation pattern upon my birth matches that of my groom, I've been told. February comes with swallows building their nests, 
Watching them makes me sometimes happy, sometimes sad. In March, I work the field to have paddies sown. Please, God, bless the paddies so that they grow. April comes along with clams on sandy shore. My duty to pick till nails are blunted and all ten fingers sore. Dragon boat racings held in May. Woeful I have to stand by the river in all those days. Beans burst their pods in rainy June, and for the family I collect. Like I am, beans blossomed and fruited and separated from the mother tree. It's time for rice harvests in July. It's time for me to heap the bran and carry home. August, full moon, we all adore, but my maiden pals are with me no more. Ancestral worship day in September. Where are my maiden family folks whom I remember? Seeds till the blossoming chrysanthemums in October. While it is sadness, tears that fill my eyes. In November, when all around is covered by frost and snow, heavy are my steps and my mood is low. December sees everyone in comfort rest, having served like home, made I once the bride was, am on the wane. Because I will always remember these、um, grannies. They teach me a lot. Lot、uh, only the work is about my life. They change my life. They change my life to、um, see how to see the elderly, not focus on the age, but focus on their values, focus on what they treasure. Yes. Oh, totally. And I think yeah, when, when they when they are singing, I will forget how old they are. We just women to women. We just. Share the common feelings, how we will、um, face the、um, uh, challenge in our family or in our society. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's the, my personal feeling. Yes, you touched your heart. Yeah, yeah, they touch my heart so often. Yeah, I have been here for 19 years, so I get to know the people and know about their culture. So I learned from them and know this is their strength. This is their cultural heritage. We would like to collect the information in order to show their strength to the people, to Hong Kong, to know about these women. Let the people more understand about their life, because most of the people in Hong Kong may not know the village people about their living. We really hope that. This time, can let the people know this women life.、Uh, Wei Tao is one of the parts of the village culture. Hakka is is another one. They have the very hardworking people. I really hope that the people in Hong Kong can know more about the countryside people. Well, I had the pleasure of、uh, just meeting a group of ladies who are involved in a documentary that you、yes. created, and they've been singing the wedding laments,、yes. and I've been taken all the way through that process. Tell me about the documentary and how you started with that. Ginny, may you say more about this? First of all, we want the grannies this time will being the audience of themselves, so we make the documentary to let them see reflection. We always talk about the reflection of.、Uh, 
of the human heart mentally, but I think the reflection can be demonstrated uh, visually. So we make the documentary. And uh, as Ming spoken, we want more people to understand more about the village life of the women. So I think the documentaries will say much better than our worst. Yeah, I mean, I've just seen the trailer now. It's going to be shown at Tai Kun on the evening of Friday, May the 17th, and I hope you get many more venues. So how long is the documentary? One and a half hour. And Because uh, I could see during it, I mean, you've got some lovely visuals, and you actually learnt documentary filming for this. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I have been studying some classes to learn how to document. I, I want filming, but I don't know. Uh, I, I am a social worker, I, but I want to be a producer. But in, in fact, uh, no one employed me, so <laughs> I changed to social worker. <laughs> but now I have a time to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yes, my interest can, can come true. Oh, good for you, because I, mean, I think that involves a lot of time, also building the trust with these ladies. And yes, I could see true. even from the trailer that what happens is that you're asking them about their culture, their yes. clothes, uh, mm. where they live and it gives them a whole new opportunity as people of 80 years plus to reflect on their lives, their losses, the, the husbands who have gone, and maybe the marriages that were not as successful as others, yes. you know, in terms of this arranged uh, and to a certain extent forced format. So I'm, I'm sure that with some of these women, you were probably giving them uh, an opening, a, a chance to speak about their lives. Yes, sure. Yes. Because, I mean, how strong now is the Waitao language? Not very. Do you speak it? Very little. I mean, obviously, with your documentary, that helps, but how is the language being preserved? Passed down. Like, passed down from mothers, you know, fathers to the next generation. But since, I think, the British uh, colonisation, I would say, you know, because nobody speaks it anymore, because mm. it's much easier for them to speak Cantonese. And so this is, uh, I think what Ming and Jeannie has been doing is they are trying to bring back not just the memory of yeah. new territories, but, you know, it's also the heritage to let people see that, you know, there's such big volume of history behind this and they are trying to bring it back. It's not being forgotten. Mm. It has to be preserved. I think in the beginning, they are very hesitating about uh, bringing their own culture. Because Waitao, in most of the people's eyes, is not very educational. And they think themselves also. So we have spending a lot of time, years, to let them know, oh, this is a very valuable heritage. And you should treasure it, because all this outside is, is treasuring your culture. Through this, this project basically documenting them, asking about their history and talking about even their food culture, their clothes cultures and all that, it's an empowerment. So mm. they give them back who they are yes. and mm. who they should be proud of. Mm. I mean, I could already see just from the trailer of the documentary that you've got them dressing up again. Mm. So yes. did, you, did you go and... This is uh, her the, own wedding dress. Yeah. That's her own? Yeah, yeah, she's 70 kept. years ago. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, so she's kept it.
My thanks to Jeannie M for explaining the bridal laments to me and Chung Kwok Ming of the Caritas Lung Yut Tao Community Development Project and artist Evelinia Liang Kan and the singers for sharing their memories and culture. They are Mandy Mung, Fawn Kun, Lu Kum Lang, Mung Kum Hoop, Man Kum Lin, Yun Yu Bo, and Wong Kwai Fung. Their documentary, filmed by Ming, Yesterday Once More, will be screened at Taekwun Centre for Heritage and Arts in Central on May the 17th. Next week, I continue with the Rural New Territories theme as I head to Lai War for some rice planting. Very, very tiring and labour-intensive because I insist to do it with hands, with my hands, or like... Yeah, without machinery, because I think this is the best way to get in touch with our land. I have a very good chance to know about the soil, know about the process and the changes in the soil in my paddy field. So I, yeah, it's like, it's so tiring, but like I enjoyed it so much. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage.